0: It's The Real Estate Podcast, brought to you by Ray White, the largest real estate and property group in Australasia.
1: And welcome to another episode of The Real Estate Podcast, available on iHeartRadio, also on Spotify and Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast from. The weekend continues for Sunday, the 10th of April for 2022. The Real Estate Breakfast Club is coming. we received more of your emails yesterday and keep those coming. As a member of the Real Estate Breakfast Club, you'll get to hear exclusive real estate content, which only the Real Estate Breakfast Club will have access to. There's going to be some fantastic prizes to win, including retreat weekends away. So how do you join the Real Estate Breakfast Club, I hear you ask? Well, all you need to do is email us to this email address.
0: You can email us at myrealestatepodcast at gmail.com.
1: And in the header, put Real Estate Breakfast in the header, Real Estate Breakfast. And importantly, include your phone number just in case you win. We need to get in contact with you. And that email again is myrealestatepodcast at gmail.com.
0: It's the main centre forecast with propertybuyer.com.au.
1: Yes, let's have a look at the weather for Sydney. A possible morning shower, 25 degrees. Melbourne, partly cloudy with 27. Brisbane, also partly cloudy with 28 degrees. And in Perth, expecting showers to increase with a high of 23 degrees
0: we feature market updates, interviews and trends. It's your real estate podcast for breakfast.
1: And if you're travelling today, allow plenty of time. Sydney Airport yesterday had an insane amount of people queuing and I'd have to say that given the time delays where people were missing their flights, people in general were pretty patient. And did I hear Alan Joyce, the CEO of Qantas, imply that people had forgotten some of the rules of travelling, making it almost sound like an excuse for the delays that Qantas had? Man, that is such a great way to annoy travellers, isn't it? Waiting for hours to catch flights who are supporting Qantas.
0: It's your weekend real estate podcast.
1: And if you're heading out to an auction today, and if you're new to auctions, it's really important to have a a well-thought-out plan, and a way to observe any auction before you actually get to one is find an auction which a real estate company might be streaming online. That way you can watch and observe the process. It's a really good way to just start to understand some of the processes around auctions. And coming up, I've got a little piece from Monday's interview with a leading Australian cardiologist talking about the state of Of your heart, and we're going to replay that piece about sitting on your bum in the office for long periods of time. So, a bit of exercise, getting up every 30 minutes, moving around is a really good idea. And I've noticed that since recording that interview, I've been getting up out of my chair more regularly and went yesterday for a 20,000 step walk. So, regardless, and this is really important, regardless of how many properties you might have in your portfolio or how much profit you just made on a house sale last week, if you're dead from not looking after your health, what does any of it mean?
0: It's your Real Estate Weekend podcast in review.
1: You know, it's a part of the problem, isn't it? You've got really good numbers with job growth coming through. The economic growth is really starting to move. So you can't have two of those without the cash rate rise at some stage.
2: Yes, exactly. And when it comes to, you know, how hot the economy is running, if we do keep seeing the government spending a lot of money, households spending a lot of money and businesses, you know, investing well, all of these are positive things. But if we do them a little too much, we can see inflation go up too quickly. And that's really where the Reserve Bank needs to step in. And that's why we will see that pretty aggressive increase in the cash rate through this year.
1: And another problem this morning is oil prices, they're at a record high. It comes at a time when the global reopening around the world, that's only going to probably make the situation a little bit worse for supply and demand. But there has been a bit of an easing on the price.
2: That's right. So we are seeing a slight easing on oil prices and also other supply chain pressures in the world as well. So it is good news that eventually we should hopefully see some of those supply side disruptions calm down perhaps in the next 12 to 18 months. But certainly petrol prices are something that has affected consumer confidence. We're seeing people Google the words petrol prices about seven times more than they usually do in the last six to eight weeks. And so ultimately Although that is hitting the mindset and the, you know, the wallet of a lot of people in Australia, what we are seeing is that they're not necessarily slowing down on other spending. So, we're still seeing people put a lot more money than usual into planning travel spending, you know, travel agents and the like. We're seeing people not really derail their other discretionary spending like, you know, clothing or department store spending. And all this means that even though, yes, these cost of living pressures are going to hit some people worse than others, on average, we are seeing that people are going into those COVID savings, feeling confident enough to use those to absorb some of those cost of living pressures. And that's a really good sign for housing as well, because it does show that households feel confident enough to, you know, keep going with their spending and are also more likely to then feel confident enough to, you know, get a mortgage or upgrade a home.
0: It's your Real Estate Weekend podcast in review. And on the Real Estate
1: podcast, one of the big talking points with homes is the office and working from home, which has evolved and spectacularly gone mental during the pandemic, which means that a lot of us are sitting on our backsides for longer periods of time. And I think it can be argued, working from home, being self-employed, especially, you might be sitting there longer than what you should be. Is is that a bit of an issue that people should really think about?
3: Yeah, that is it. That is a big issue. So yeah, so prolonged sitting does increase your risk of cardiovascular disease. And even if you do your like your thirty minute exercise a day, you're still at increased risk if you've been sitting down for a long periods of time. So you know, every thirty minutes, you should be getting up, moving your legs around because Definitely lots of data to show if you have a sedentary job, prolonged sitting increases the risk of cardiovascular disease, even if you exercise, you know, your half an hour at other times as well.
1: And also, while I've got you there, there are very accurate cardiovascular screening tests that are available free to us that can detect early disease with preventative management. So just talk a little bit to that because I think a lot of people think that, you know, these tests are, are difficult.
3: Yeah. So, I mean, I think everyone should have at some stage, like what we call a bit of a heart health check with their GP. So the main thing is looking at their risk factors. So checking their blood pressure, cholesterol and sugar levels with their GP, you know, because you don't, you can't feel high cholesterol, you can't feel high sugars, you can't feel high blood pressure. So that's the first thing I would do. The second thing I would do, and in males kind of around 40, more than 40, 45 and females, probably after menopause, maybe 50, 55, we can do something called a coronary calcium score. Now, this is a plaque score to show whether you have any plaque or atheroma, hardened atheroma in your heart arteries. And if you do have some atheroma, um, if you have an elevated plaque score, the more plaque you have, the increased risk you can have a heart attack. Like heart attacks form on plaque. So this is a very good kind of a, almost like a screening test in the sense that it will show whether you have plaque in your arteries and that will increase your, your future risk of a heart attack. If you have a lot of plaque, that increases your risk. If you have no plaque at all in your arteries right now, that's great. That means your risk of having a heart attack in the next kind of five, ten years is very low. It's not negligible because you can still have what we call soft plaque and you can still develop plaque in your arteries, but that is reassuring. But what's more important is that if you do have plaque in your arteries, you can't get rid of some of that hardened calcified plaque, and so you need to be more aggressive with all your risk factors.